0: Everyone, welcome back to another episode of Frame by Frame, a podcast all about your favorite movies and TV shows. Uh, this is episode number 17, I believe, and I'm your host, Amon. And joining me today is no one, Sam. Unfortunately, will be out for a while, uh, as he has to deal with some personal stuff, but he will be back, and uh, I can't wait for him to be back. And uh, guys, I feel obligated to say how excited I am for Black Panther Wakanda Forever. I got my tickets yesterday. Uh, opening night and uh, yeah, the re- the review embargo also went up uh, last night, and that uh, the initial reaction looked very very positive, which makes me even more excited. But uh, yeah, I just wanted to get that out there. Just wanted to get my excitement out and let you all know how hype time for this movie. I genuinely believe it will be the best phase for a project, by the way. But by the, the way, it's shaping out to be. Um, but yeah, before we start, make sure to subscribe to our channel for daily content uh, across Save the Game Media. Kevin, Ethan, Taylor, Tom, Bree, uh, Jemmy, we're all making awesome content on all our other shows. I Hate My Friends, No Limits, Project X Talk, and all our other supplementary shows that come along with them. So please make sure to give them a listen and a review uh, to help our channel grow as a whole. Um, if you're an audio listener, make sure to leave a five star review, which will really help our show grow. Uh, and yeah, I would. Like, also like to take a moment to shout out our Patreons, Bucky Blue, Hopple, Alpaca Tom, Myself, S.A.Z., Fabulous Brianna, Brianna's mom, Brianna's brother, Brianna's wife, Anna Hudak, Nikolai at Night, Cypher Primus, Brendan Myers, and Marcus O'Neill. Thank you guys so much for your support. It is you who we deliver the content for. Uh, content for. But if you're interested in becoming a Patreon, you can always uh, Google search up patreon.com save the game media where we have, you know, so you can subscribe to the tier of your choosing and become a Patreon and gain exclusive perks that will enhance your experience. Ugh, that was a mouthful, but with that out of the way, um, what have I watched this week? Um, not a lot. And uh, again, I guess I kind of have to carry this section on my own because my co-hosts aren't here. Uh, but yeah, I watched I started watching Lost. Yes, the Lost from 2004. Um, it's weirdly very good. Um, you know, I've always heard how revolutionary the show was for people. Um, you know, how much it changed the landscape of modern uh, television and all of that. So, yeah, I was eager to watch it uh my pa- my parents in fact told me to watch, uh, recommend this this recommended this to me so um yeah uh it was really very very good i really enjoyed it you know uh, the how they planted the all the seeds for almost all the subplots in the very first episodes and how throughout the season those subplots are explored um really really good and then the character development how um you know each character you know you find out certain secrets about a char- each each of the characters in the show uh and yeah it's a really shocking plot twisty uh, mind-bending show which i've been enjoying so far and i understand why uh, how re- why was that revolutionary because again in 2004 what great shows did we have aside from you know the wire and sopranos maybe uh but yeah overall really enjoying it uh and can't wait to continue Um, What else have I started watching? Uh, I I started rewatching, actually, Attack on Titan uh, with some friends. Um, Again, this show is a masterpiece. Like, I think this will go down in history as one of the best things uh, in that, not just anime, in television history. Uh, You know, so yeah, I'm really, really looking forward to this, um, to the season four, part three, which is coming out uh, winter 2023. So I'm really looking forward to that. But uh, overall, again, the first season, uh, the foreshadowing in this show, the re- bigger reveals that come down later, co- that come later down the line. Don't want to spoil it for you guys, but goddamn, this show is so well-written. Hajime Isayama, you're a god. And uh, yeah, and uh, can- once it finally concludes, I think this will be one of the best things in television history. Uh, and yeah, that's all I've watched this week, I think. Um so I guess we should jump into some of the new stories we have. Um, not a lot. Again, not a lot of new stories. Uh, because we just recently recorded our episode um, our, on Tuesday, was I believe, which went up. Uh, today at the day of recording Friday, because again, we missed the episode last week because I was feeling really sick. So, with well, this weird thing happened, like, um, I had a lymph node infection, so my lymph nodes here and here were like killing me, so I-, I was in severe pain. So, unfortunately, I couldn't really record then, uh, but yeah, that happened. Um, ooh, what else? I also got my Halloween costume ready, so um, uh, you guys might have to tune in for I Hate My Friends on Monday to have a look at my Halloween costume. Um, I hope it turns out as I'm hoping it turns out. <laughs> uh, that didn't sound right. But, um, you know, like, because I have this image in my head of what I wanted to look like. I wanted a bunch of different set pieces for the costume. And um, I want to put it together and hopefully it works well. I don't I'm not sure if it will work well, but in my head, it's sort of working well. So, um, yeah, hopefully it does work well. But uh, yeah, uh, I guess let's move on to the news. Feels weird, you know, just doing a solo cast. It's been a while. But uh, story number one is uh, centered around, you guessed it, DC. So um, this Tuesday was basically confirmed that um, James Gunn is the Kevin Feige of the DCEU. Um, I'm obviously very happy because I think he made uh, one of the best superhero TV shows of all time in Peacemaker, uh, the best DCEU movie in uh, the Suicide Squad, and both the Guardians movies, I would say, are top 10 in the MCU, at least. Um and yeah, um let's let's talk about it. So, from my understanding, he has a four-year contract, so basically, four years to prove himself to Zaslav. Boo, no one likes Zaslav. Uh, because he's a POS. Can't I, I don't want to say the word, but he's a POS uh because he canceled Bad Girl and and a, the JJ Abrams Justice League Dark stuff, he canceled all of that. He sucks, but uh JJ um James Gunn doesn't, so uh hopefully he can. Bring some life back into the DCU. You know, bring make DC fans excited again. Uh, but yeah, I think four years is a lot of time. Um, a lot. Some people I've seen online people saying, "Oh, it's not a lot of time to prove himself." I think that's a lot of time because if you look at the next four years for us, um, Marvel has Avengers, Kang Dynasty, Secret Wars, Fantastic Four, Deadpool three, Daredevil, uh, and these are just to name a few. There's a lot of unannounced projects. Possibly a World War Hulk project down there. And uh, yeah, I think if DC play their cards right. They can really, really assemble a solid roster of movies. Even if it's not as jam-packed as Marvel's, I think they can really assemble a solid lineup of movies, which which should you know, um, help J- James Gunn extend his contract and uh, continue as the co-chair of the CEU. Uh, but what do I expect them to do? So first off, um, I 100% expect to see a Man of Steel sequel. sequel. Uh, Henry Cavill's for sure returning. Um, I think him returning will be a big, big deal uh, in the DCEU because of how important, yeah, you know, Henry Cavill was to Zack Snyder's vision and how that vision fell apart. But now... Him coming back, again, might be nostalgic for some of the fans, you know, the Snyder fans, uh, doing them a little bit of justice as well by bringing him back. So, yeah, Man of Steel 2, I think it has to happen. Uh, whether, I don't know who the villain is going to be, I uh, hopefully a Parasite uh, or a Metallo and Lex Luthor combo. I would love that. Uh, and obviously, I would love to see Sasha Kaye in the movie as Supergirl, uh, who she will be making her appearance in The Flash. Um, I also think Henry Cavill might actually be in The Flash movie as well. I don't know, as a cameo, maybe, or because um, there's rumors that there's supposed to be like a Justice League level event at the start of the movie. Uh, you know, we've seen ba- Ben Affleck filming scenes on the Bat Cycle. So, maybe Superman could be part of that. Even the other Justice League members, who knows? Uh, but yeah, um, I think that's what James Gunn needs to establish here a series of co- connectivity or interconnectedness between the movies and uh, Superman appearing both recently in Black Adam, spoiler alert, and uh, again in The Flash would make perfect sense and I would love that. Uh, another bit of news we got this week was about the Green Lantern Corp show. Um, so before this show was supposed to center around Jessica Cruz, Guy Gardner, Alan Scott and all of them but now that's that's all being scrapped and it's being reworked from the ground up to be centered around Jonathan Stewart, Green Lantern. Uh, and yeah um, I'm curious as to why this is a TV show. I don't, why don't they just make a full-on movie? I think that would suit this a lot better. But, uh, yeah, that it seems kind of weird. Uh, <clears> the <throat> Greenland and Carp Show center around Jon Stewart. Uh, are they going to bring back Wayne T. Carr? I'm not sure. I, I'm conflicted about this. You know, um, they could bring him back to serve the Snyder fans and, you know, uh, to give him, you know, to give him some justice as well. Because that actor was done uh, on, you know, but he was done dirty by WB, eh, to be honest with you. Uh, and uh, yeah, uh, you know Zack Snyder filmed, filmed the scene in his garage, and WB said nope. Uh, but if they bring him back, I can see that redemption arc sort of thing playing out. But uh, I also understand if they don't bring him back. Uh, but uh, if I had to pick someone to play um, John Stewart Green Lantern. Uh, I think Jonathan Majors would make a solid, solid Green Lantern, especially Jonathan Majors. Uh, That guy, uh, I'm loving him in in everything I see. You know, the Creed trailer recently just dropped, and he was fantastic in that. And he he was a whole other type of scary in that than he was in the, the ant-man quantum mania trailer so that was that was something but yeah uh the green lantern carp tv show is now centered around jonathan stewart i hope jonathan uh majors gets to play him but i don't know if marvel's gonna allow him to do that or whatnot uh you know contract stuff uh but uh yeah what else can we expect um you know after black adam i think it's safe to say we'll probably be getting a black adam too uh i think the rock Uh, isn't going to rest until we get a Black Adam 2. So, um, yeah, I think that's for sure. That's a 100% happening tick. Uh, Will Black Adam 2 be Black Adam versus Superman? Uh, I'm not so sure. I think that could. I I, I'm not sure, but I I can see that being a movie of its in itself. Black Adam versus Superman, like how Superman versus Batman was. So Black Adam versus Superman could be a movie on its own. Uh, Black Adam versus Shazam. Maybe Shazam Three could focus around that. Uh, But Black Adam is definitely definitely a key figure in the DCU going forward. Uh, But yeah, what else can we expect? Maybe a JSA movie, Justice Society of America. from the Black Adam movie, I think Dr. Fate and uh, Hawkman were my two standouts. Um, Adam Smasher and Cyclone, I didn't really care for uh, as much. <clears throat> but uh, yeah, Adam, Hawkman and Dr. Fate were great characters. Um, and uh, I like the introduction into the DCEU, uh, especially Dr. Fate, because I think his arc in that movie was really good. It could have been a movie in itself. That's how good it was. Uh, and uh, yeah, I hope we see those characters return. Um so yeah JSA movie I can see that happening maybe James Gunn directs it who knows uh, but yeah I think JSA are like um, the Fantastic 4 of the uh, of DC um that's how I see them as you know the old first family team sort of thing uh, but characters I'd like to see in a JSA movie if they do one um definitely Hourman uh Power Girl I think she's going to be she could be a really good addition to the team uh Star Girl maybe Starman as well Jack Kirby Starman was really good I hope we see that version what else what else um let me think jsa characters hmm wildcat is that what his name is um yeah i think he was part of the J. oh yes alan scott green lantern how could i forget that jay garrick flash yes give me them would love a a dose of alan scott and jay garrick flash in those movies if we get them uh but yeah another two three characters i think we can expect to return are wonder woman Wonder Woman 3 is definitely probably going to happen. Aquaman 3 after the Lost kingdom, I think we're probably going to get that as well. Um, But um, what else do we have? Harley Quinn, Margot Robbie, big star. I don't think they're just going to let go of such a big star um, just because of the whole DC shakeup. So um, what else? What else do we have? Mm, Suicide Squad, James Gunn. I think he's not going to let go of that franchise um you know, peacemakers definitely getting like four or five seasons maybe even um blood that could work um but uh yeah that's that's one to keep an eye on uh but the next big thing justice league movies can we expect them um i think we can um there were rumors that annie machete uh, who was working on the flash could make the movie so yeah uh, that's key to keep an eye on that so we'll see so what do we have next after um wonder woman 3 and aquaman uh justice league movies uh yep that can definitely see that happen you know now that henry cavill is back maybe ben affleck might actually be sticking around if not we got michael keaton um we got uh, wonder woman aquaman flash maybe we don't know there were rumors that um ezra miller would be replaced by the person the actor from 19 um 1907 1907 uh, 1917 is that movie? So I can't remember the name. Yep, 1917, George McKay. Yes, um, George McKay could potentially be replacing Ezra Miller. And uh, yeah, I think that would be pretty cool um, if it happens because Ezra Miller is not a very nice person by the looks of it. But uh, yeah, uh, Justice League movies for sure happening. What stories could they adapt? Hmm. <clears throat> maybe Eclipso because he was supposed to be in the Black Adam movie. And uh, now that he isn't, maybe he's going to be... He could they could be saving him up for a potential justice league movie if they plan to do one um brainiac is a big one um you know there's been a lot of people saying that brainiac should be the villain of man of steel too i don't quite see that cuz i think brainiac is quite is pre, it's a pretty big villain um his presence is big across the dcu i think he can be um you know the, the justice league level threat um so yeah i'd love to see Raniac in a Justice League movie. Uh, but what else? Black Adam. Black Adam could very well be a villain in a Justice League movie. Um, just the way The Rock is taking the, the direction The Rock is taking the character. And I can definitely see him uh, making that a movie. So that's one. Um, what else? Ooh, there was a Lobo movie announced actually in like 2015, I think, uh, by DC. Um, it was supposed to be an R-rated Lobo movie. You know, sort, sort of trying to counter Marvel's Deadpool, uh, but it didn't really go through. What if they revived that project and James Gunn makes a rated Lobo movie? That would be pretty cool, I think. And uh, yeah, that, that would be a cool project. <coughs> Sorry, still got that cough and um, they blocky, blocked, runny nose. Um, but yeah, Lobo movie by James Gunn. Would definitely love to see that. Um, what else can we expect? Um, Teen Titans or a Titans Project? Uh, I don't know. That's kind of conflicted. Because they have they got Ben Affleck Batman back, and they also have Michael Keaton. Uh, we don't know if Leslie Grace's Batgirl might stick around or not for the future. Especially how the the way WB tweeted her by just you know outright canceling her movie. That was hmm. I don't know if she's gonna return, but we gotta wait and see. Uh, what else do we have? Uh, yeah, I think that's that's all the projects that come to mind right now. Maybe a Hawkman, Hawk Girl movie. Uh, Green Arrow and Black Canary movie, like, you know, sort of parallel MCU's Ant-Man and the Wasp. I think that would be quite cool if done right. Um, what else? What else? Yeah, I think that's that's about it for a DC project that could happen if James Gunn takes the lead. But uh, yeah, I think I definitely do think James Gunn can prove himself in the four years because four years is a lot of time and especially if they're going to be doing tv shows like the Greenland and Corp show is supposed to be um they can really build out a well-fleshed movie universe and uh speaking of movie universe um DC doesn't only have one but two uh the second one being the Reevesverse Matt Reeves Batverse and uh this one I am loving um the con the, the 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 projects that have been pitched by him and uh, that might be coming in the near future have me very, very excited for this universe. You know, the first movie did a great job in uh, establishing Batman may, you know, Gotham city felt like a character in this movie. I think it's the best portrayal of Gotham city ever in a, in a Batman movie. Uh, So yeah, I, I really, really can't wait to see how they build upon this amazing foundation that was set by the first movie. Um, uh, so yeah, uh, there's a penguin show coming up, uh, supposed to be coming out I think next year or 2024 uh, and that will lead directly to the Batman sequel and then there's a bunch of shows and uh, talks or pre-production you could say there's the Arkham Asylum show uh, you know that founder writer in Anthony Campos as I mentioned last episode. there's a Professor Pig show which I show our movie You don't know it's supposed to be a spin-off project and I can't wait for this. Professor Pig is arguably one of the most obscure creepy, Batman villains um or a most obscure not even the most obscure from his rogues gallery that's how weird and creepy Batman's rogues gallery is you know um but yeah Arkham Knight that game that uh, gameplay sequence between Professor Pig and um <coughs> Professor Pig and Batman I think that was so well done and uh, if you could get anything close to that in the movies you have my money, WB. Take it. Take my money. But uh, but yeah, um, that's uh, what other projects did they have? Clayface. Hmm, this is an interesting one because there's like five different Clayface versions they can go for. Um, there's the Golden Age Clayface, which wasn't really, uh, you know, the big Sludge Monster we all know. Uh, and then obviously there's the Big Sludge Monster we all know. There's also one where he sort of morphed his face, uh, uh with clay. Uh, but yeah, I, I the universe Matt Reefs has built, I can see the Golden Age Clayface. But, um, I kind of want Matt Reeves to dive into the more fantastical elements of Batman because that's what's been missing. Because I don't want this to be another Nolan trilogy repeat, you know. Uh, re- yeah, like arguably, Rachel Goo was a very bad villain in Batman Begins and Bane in Dark, while a good villain, uh, for you know, the general audience for us comic book fans, we're like, that's not Bane, who's that imposter? Uh, Venom, what's he doing in the Bane mask, <laughs> Tom Hardy? But, um uh, but yeah, uh, I I don't want a hyper realistic version that we've seen in um, you know sort of the Nolan trilogy in its whole. So I would prefer we d- we don't get that. But um, but yeah, I think that's uh, the, oh. There's also Scarecrow. Uh, now Scarecrow is an interesting one because again, he was also not done justice in the Nolan trilogy. Well, again, a good villain, not really well, the, didn't really reach the potential he could have. You know, I would love to see um full CGI sequence like how we saw in Far From Home. Between Spider-Man and Mysterio, I would love to see that sort of sequence between um, Miss um, Scarecrow and uh, Robert Pattinson's Batman. So that would be really cool. I would love that. But uh, my voice was squeaking there because I got a sore throat. I can't do that high pitched voice. But uh, but yeah, um, so interesting concept so far. These are just ideas that came to mind. And uh, yeah, um, speaking about WB, it also broke today that WB is campaigning the Batman for the Oscars. So um, does it have a chance? Absolutely. I think it definitely deserves best cinematography because arguably that's probably the best cinematography we've gotten this year. Uh, I'd say one of the best movies we got this year alongside Top Gun Maverick um, and everything everywhere all at once. Uh, there's also other movies like The Northman that deserve credit. Uh, but does it have a chance winning best picture? That's the big debate. Honestly, uh, no. I don't think it's going to win Best Picture. There's a lot of movies that are going to be competing for that spot. And uh, I don't, I, as much as I want it to win Best Picture, I don't see the Oscars, you know, giving the a superhero movie the Best Picture award. I just don't think that's possible. But it'll definitely be a nominee, I think. It'll definitely be a nominee. Um but let's see. Best. Uh, what does it have a chance of winning? As I said, Best Cinematography, musical, Best Original Musical Score by Michael Giacchino. That was such a good score. Um, dun, dun, dun. Yeah, I love that. That was probably one of the best. I think it's my favorite Batman theme. You know what? Michael Giacchino, you're a god. You know, Werewolf by Night, the Batman. Keep giving me more content. I-, I love it. Um, what else? Um, what else can it win? Hmm, costume design? Maybe because... There was there weren't really much costumes except for yeah actually could win costume design because of the prosthet- prosthetics they applied to um, Colin Farrell's penguin um, so I can definitely see winning costume design uh, if nominated especially for that penguin design um, because I, the Riddler's costume again wasn't really all that great I liked the Batman's costume but again um, I still think Ben Affleck had the best Batman costume uh, but yeah uh another oh it's definitely winning best adapted screenplay because i don't think anything's um adapted a source material better than matt reeve's adapting um the batman character uh, this year specifically because i think marvel were lacking this year you know multiverse of madness not the best um uh thor love and thunder i did not like unfortunately but um and uh, you know hopefully black panther wakanda forever does something great and it could it Actually, you know what? I think best costume design would probably go to Black Panther Wakanda forever. You know, Namor's design in this movie, in that movie looks so cool. You know the feather mask. Yeah, he looks like the, you know, um a real life version of Kukukan, which is um Mayan legendary um serpent, uh serpent god. Uh and it actually does look like that with the feathers and his costume. And uh yeah, I love uh, the way Brian Kugler is built out wakanda and is now building out um Talukon, or also known as atlantis in the comics is a uh, wonderful and i think this man deserves more credit than he actually gets and uh if the room um uh, you know there's rumors that he might be directing secret wars i'm still not on board with that idea fully uh but a lot of people are telling me that black panther wakanda forever will change your mind and uh i i hope it does you know i want to bag that guy ryan kugler um Creed movies are great. I think he does a phenomenal job in those. And uh, yeah, this Black Wakanda well, Forever is just shaping out to be such a cool movie, which I'm super excited for. And uh, hopefully, it turns out to be great. Uh, but uh, yeah, that's that's all the WB news we got this week. So we can move on from that DC. All that is done. So um, next up, we have some Marvel news. Let me just take a sip of my Gatorade. My throat running dry. You know, you gotta talk a lot when you're uh, doing a solo podcast. You know, Luke, lore credit to you, man. How do you do it week in, week out? Ah, throat running dry. But uh, yeah, uh, we got some Marvel news. Um, so Variety reported that Vision will be getting a spinoff show from the WandaVision Vision series. Um, which, you know, I was kind of curious how they would handle this because, again, White Vision was a plot line that was in- introduced in WandaVision and then just left for. I thought they would sort of continue it in Multiverse of Madness, maybe. But uh, yeah, w- Vision might be getting a spin off show. And uh, there's rumors that are it's kind of likely right now that it will, it will be based on the Vision Quest storyline from the comics, which I think is a West Coast Avengers storyline, you know, including Wonder Man, Wanda, Hawkeye, and all of those. So if this is a mini avengers event i am down for this um and now that the wonder man shows near the um, you know right around the corner uh this could potentially be happening um introducing those characters in and wanda could make her long awaited return as the um i'm not a wanda stan but i love elizabeth a little bit my tongue uh, elizabeth olson's performance as wanda maximoff uh but yeah overall um You know, good to hear this. Um, White Vision is a storyline. I'm curious to see where exactly they take this. And uh, yeah, Um, uh, in other Marvel news, we have William Jackson Harper is cast in Ant-Man: Quantum Mania. Now, the fan in me, the fan cast in me says Reed Richards, Reed Richards, Reed Richards, because I think he's he could. Actually, pulled off a very, very good Reed Richards. But um, do I think it's likely? No. Do I think he'll get more than a 10 minute scene? No. Uh, He's probably just some no name character we get or someone leading the Rebel Alliance in uh, the Quantum Realm. Um, But yeah, Reed Richards, as much as I want it to be true, I don't think that will be happening. Or even though Variety says it's a closely guarded secret who he's playing. I think it's kind of obvious, you know. It's not Reed Richards. No way in hell that's Reed, Richard, Reed Richards. But, uh, but yeah, um, who, who could he be playing? Uh, there was rumors that he'd be playing the Rebel Alliance leader in the Quantum Realm. Um, uh, someone pointed out Iron Lad. Um, that would work because Iron Lad again is the younger version of Kang. And uh, again, obviously Jonathan William Jackson Harper is yet is he younger to Jonathan Majors? He looks younger. Um, I don't know. They might be around the same age. Uh, I don't know, but uh, I always wanted John Boyega to be play, to play Iron Lad, but uh, I don't think that will happen. But uh, yeah, he could be playing Iron Lad. Someone pointed that out to me, and uh, hmm, I've been thinking about it. I don't know if I see it, but it could it could potentially happen. Um, but yeah, uh, another in other casting news. We have Amelia Clark. Uh, she will be playing Abigail Brand in Secret Invasion. So Abigail Brand again. She's quite involved in the X-Men comics. I think Um, I've seen her, and I've certainly seen her some in some of them. She's a half mutant, half alien. Um, uh, She's part again. She's part of Sword. Like I think Sage is also part of Sword. No, Sage. Sage isn't. I don't remember. But okay, all I know is Abigail Brand is, and um, yeah, she might actually uh, have a big role in the uh, X mutant mutants being introduced. 'Cause you know, we've got so many mutant references this year alone uh in the MCU. First we had um, you know, we got Wolverine coming back in Deadpool three. Then we got that um light nod from Tatiana, Maslani, um, Jennifer Walters in the She Hulk Finale. Like, when are we getting the X-Men? You know that? When are we getting the X-Men Feige? Please. I'm desperate for my, for my favorite superhero team to make their MCU debut. But um, but yeah, I think I certainly think it's close. Uh, very, very close, because now uh, we got the mutant reference in uh, Miss Marvel. And um, according to leaks and rumors, um, Namor is a mutant. Tina Cuerda himself said that. And uh, recently in a, a Kevin Feige interview uh, at the Wakanda Forever premiere, um, he outright said that, um, you know, we got Wolverine, so they must be close. Hmm. They must be close. And Okay, before we wrap up today, we have our community questions. Uh, So the first one comes from Adept Pressure on Reddit. You also sent in a few questions earlier this week for our impromptu episode. Uh, But um, who's your favorite Marvel villain? Ooh, this is interesting. Um, The two that come to mind right away are Magneto and Doctor Doom. Uh, But I think I'm going to lean more towards Magneto. Uh, because again of how much i love the x-men you know x-men is my favorite comic book superhero team uh so yeah i'm gonna go with magneto uh and i love the how the characters portrayed the characters history you know the, the whole brother the brotherhood of mutant story arc love that and uh yeah Magneto's a great character and uh, i hope we see him soon in the mcu um next question again also from uh, adept pressure who do you think Marvel? What do you think Marvel will do after Phase Six? Do they have any more stories to tell? Hmm. I mean, I, I would say they have more smaller scale stories to tell. They could still do an Annihilation sort of storyline. They could do some X Men storylines with Sentinels and all of that. Days of Future and Past. But as of a grand storyline, the only one left, I would say, is um, Galactus. Um, they, co- they could they could plant the seeds for that and then ha- have it be. Let, then later have it explored in uh, phase, seven, uh, move, phase 7, 8, 9, 10 movies. So uh, I think Galactus is the only big one left uh, in the near future. Uh, and yeah, I think it'll be, again, Fantastic Four, X-Men trying to fight Galactus. So um, yeah, Galactus, that's, that's the next big one. Um, ooh, this is a nice one. What classic slasher film would you like to bring back? Hmm, this is interesting. Um. Nightmare on Elm Street. I only watched this last week. And uh, I was pleasantly surprised about how, like, by how much I liked that movie. So Nightmare on Elm Street. If you get a good remake of that, I'd be down. Um, not like the remake we got for Halloween. That This new trilogy, the first movie was good. And after that, it just went off the rails. It was a constant downhill. The Halloween Ends was bad. And the Halloween Kills. And then Halloween Ends. Ugh, it was bad. It was bad. So I hope you get a good... Um, faithful remake, like, um, how Halloween 2018 was. I like that. Um, so Nightmare on El- Elm Street. Um, I always have a problem pronouncing Elm for some reason, but uh, yeah, Nightmare on Elm Street. That's that's my pick. Uh, but yeah, I think that about wraps up today's episode. Thank you all for watching. Um, I know it must be weird just listening to me talk the entire time, just ramble on with my thoughts. Uh, but yeah, it was my first time doing a solo podcast. Uh, we might be getting a few more of these now that Sam uh it was unavailable for a while uh but uh yeah let me know give me make sure to give me some feedback on uh how we can make this more engaging um or you know involve the audience somehow uh and yeah feedback is always appreciated in the comment section below or our discord um you make sure to join our discord where you can interact with the hosts and co-hosts of each of our shows so that's that's definitely important and uh yeah uh you can find me on twitter at i m05 and i'll see you guys very soon